peace, innumerable blessings, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Spirituality and Motherhood Podcast, where we reside in that sacred space where spirituality meets motherhood. In this space, we'll explore everything from how ancestral and earth-based spiritual practices and paths shape motherhood, to how having spiritual gifts impacts your experience as a mother. My name is Jeanette Jackson, and I'm your hostess. I'm the mother of two boys, a hoodoo, a psychic, a tree talker, and a lay herbalist. Thanks so much for being here and listening. Let's get started. This episode, we're going to talk about intuition. Suggestions for cultivating it in stressful times and, and why you'd want to cultivate it and in ways to double check what you're in tuning. And I'm going to say, even though I said suggestions, <laughs> I'm going to say this is stuff that has helped me, things that have helped me cultivate my own intuition, which feels different than being psychic for me. And if you find in listening to any of these suggestions or adventures, you know, your path has been really different and you want to share, I'm open to hearing about your stuff. Like I'm open to hearing, having this discussion. I love this discussion. So feel free to, you know, hop up in my inbox, contact me, reach me, reach out at spirituality and motherhoodpodcast.com or find me over on Instagram, spirituality underscore motherhood underscore pod, where I have not been a lot lately because Instagram takes energy I do not have to give. Or find me on Twitter. It's really easy for me to talk mess. So I'm usually on, these days I'm on Twitter at jlancian77 over on Twitter. And don't forget, like you can also, if you have questions for guests, a spiritual topic you'd like uh, me to tackle, or, you know, just get at me. <laughs> also, please support this podcast. You can support it by subscribing on whatever platform you're listening on. You can leave a good review or just head over to PayPal me backslash virtual mama and put some change in the plate. I feel like I should remix that, but you know, it's eclipse season people and my energy is limited. So let's get into this conversation around intuition. (laughs) So it feels important to start by discussing intuition versus being a psychic. Wow. So for me, for Jeanette Jackson, anybody else can have whatever experience, ideas, feelings, thoughts they'd like to have. I support you in having them. (laughs) This is for me. Okay. This ish is for us. Okay. So for me, intuition is very much a connection with the divine within me. And the divine within me shows up and communicates to me in a variety of different ways. Psychic, for me, is stuff that comes, is a conversation with an external entity. Sometimes it's, you know, divine energies flowing. (laughs) Sometimes it's not. But it's outside of me. It's a conversation that goes on with something outside of me, an external entity versus like the divine within me. All right. And it feels important to make that distinction because I feel like you're, first of all, everybody's intuitive and everybody's psychic. Everybody is capable with having conversations with the divine within them, the divine within others, the the energies 
all that is that surrounds us. We're all capable of these things. And it's important, and I would dare say imperative, moving forward as humans on this plane, that we learn to honor our intuition more and honor the fact that we're all psychic. It's it's important to cultivate these skills and tools because it will help us navigate life in a way that is harmonious and is an integrity with the divinity within us and the divinity with around us. It's also important that we as humans understand to move in a way that is much more lovingly harmonious and integrity with the well-being of the other energies around us. Honor energies means things that we don't readily perceive or discern or even know that's there because we haven't opened up to, to, to it. So without further ado, it feels important to talk about the ways I've been able to cultivate intuition through motherhood. Ways I've been able to cultivate um, a continuous conversation with the divine within me, which is very different than having a conversation and hearing what external entities and energies want to tell me. Again, intuition's internal for me. <laughs> psychic is external. Being psychic is really easy for me. I can listen to all day around like whatever, whatever, whatever wants to tell me outside of me. But coming in and actually honoring my own intuition has been a challenge for me due to the trauma that I've been through and the way that I've been raised. And I think it's a problem for a lot of different people, given the fact that we are pulled out of ourselves from a very young age, even like our children, um, being told to pay more attention on what's external than internal. Anyway, let me get into this. So, um, one of the first, one of the things that has very helped me, helped me very much in cultivating my own inner knowing is creating time, space, and ways and practices to hear my body and myself. This has looked many different ways in my life. When I was single and young, <laughs> it looked like meditation and yoga. That's exactly what it looked like. It would look like me meditation, med meditating in the morning and meditating at night. It looked like after having children, it looked like tuning in and coming into myself while breastfeeding. It looked like uh, a few minutes before waking up, going to sleep, you know, just focusing on my heart. Nap time was also a great time to just kind of take five minutes before falling asleep myself just to kind of check in and make sure everything was fine. Um, another time that I found easy to check in was cooking. When I was cooking, when I was preparing food, I had to be in my body and pay attention. So it was a great time for me to check in. The whole point was to find little nuggets <laughs> throughout the day where I could just pay attention to my breathing, pay attention to my body, pay attention to what's going on within me and using those, those little nuggets to help me slow down. So I was able to make decisions rather than having decisions make me. And as I create a deeper relationship with myself, the easier it will, easier it will be for me to ask, 
access my intuition. And again, the same thing for the boys as because kids, at least the children in this house, <laughs> learn much more from what I do than what I say. So if they see me breathing while I'm cutting sweet potatoes and be like, okay, mommy has a knife and she's trying to focus and she's calming down. They know it's okay to calm down. They know it's okay to focus. They know it's okay to bring themselves within and and listen a little bit. The more you connect with your body, the more you connect with your body and connecting with your body and building a relationship with your body and getting into your body to hear your intuition from an embodied space is really not that hard. Take walks. And as you're walking, check in with your heart. Just if hand on the buggy, one hand on the buggy, one hand on the heart. Breathe. Breathe into your belly. After you, you know, after you eaten, let the kids throw pasta for like two seconds. Put your hands on your belly and breathe. In the toilet, put your hands on your heart. Take a few deep breaths because your body knows what's going on before your mind will tell you. Your body knows all the things that you don't allow yourself to know because emotionally you don't want to deal with it. Mentally, you may feel like you can't handle it, but spiritually, you know you can handle it and your body knows you can handle it too. So your body's just going to let you chill on in this space for a little bit until it's time for whatever it is that needs to emerge, emerges. So cultivate a relationship with your body. Your body knows all the good stuff. For real, it does. And the more you listen, the more you will hear. Which kind of goes into this to, to the next step. Practice hearing yourself. For me, that was a practice. It was a practice because this is what I would do. Being a psychic and having all, you know, having all, being able to hear like my spirits, people's spirits, everybody's spirits, spirits in the street. It was, it was interesting for me because I would meet other intuitive people, other wildly psychic people who were like, you need to stop chewing that flavor of gum and you choose this gum. It makes your body happier. So I would get in these situations where we would do psychic exchanges and I would come to depend on the information that people were giving me because I did not feel like I could depend on myself. So for me, it was a practice to learn to hear myself. For me, it was a practice to learn to stop, take a deep breath and ask myself questions. Or if I couldn't stop and take a deep breath, just internally be like, I'm noticing a sensation in my heart. Heart, can you let me know what's going on? Oh my God, I am binge eating. Belly, mouth, what's going on? Ooh, I'm feeling this tension in my shoulders. What is this? Oh my God, this news is making me nervous. Body, what is this? What is this sensation? What are you telling me? Hi, like inner divinity, what are you telling me? It's a practice. And the more you ask, the more you hear. Yet again, the more you ask, <laughs> the more you hear. And be okay if sometimes you mishear yourself because you're practicing, you're creating the relationship. Sometimes it takes time, especially if things are not necessarily flowing and easy. 
It's okay. The intention is what will carry you through. The intention and the consistency of asking yourself and asking your body and asking your intuition what's going on. And then as you get the information, you know, asking if you need to act on it, that's 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 the ding ding that'll get you through. <laughs> For real. Like you got this. You you so got this. But remember it's a practice. It's a practice. And as you practice, it'll be clearer how you best hear your divine self and understand it'll look different. Again, this is about the divinity within us. So for me, my body communicates to me. If I'm hearing voices or sometimes I'll get imagery, but usually if I'm hearing stuff, it's like psychic. (laughs) If I'm feeling stuff in the core of my body, that's my body being like, hey, but it's important for you to understand how you hear because how you receive these information how you receive information from the divine within you and from those energies and spirits outside of you seeking to help you your spiritual team your spiritual posse because it will help you it will help you discern whether the information that is being shared with you is actually from a source that you want to deal connect with is a source that's working for you and actually uh, is telling you the truth <laughs> because your body, this is why it's so important to con- cultivate intuition in some ways before you start to hear spirits and all that stuff, because your body is the ultimate, ultimate in discernment because it'll tell you what's on and what's off. So as you cultivate your intuition and, and hear what your body and play with it, understand how you work, and then it'll be easier to expand. And also be okay that like, I'm sharing my experience and what works for me. You may work completely differently, and that's okay. That's okay. I hope this is nourishing to you. <laughs> but you know, this is this is what's working on this end. For me, and in, in continuing to work with myself and understand my intuition and understand how the divine within me is communicating to me. It has been wildly helpful to have some ways to confirm what I feel like I'm hearing, even though it's from myself. Communications from the divine within me can have many different levels. So one of the ways I, I do it in a variety of ways. One of the ways is sometimes I ask my ancestors, my helpful ancestors align with my highest best good. Sometimes I I just ask them. They'll help me discern. Other ways I do it is through like a simple divination form with coins. I can also ask for like, A, like I'm not so sure about this, you know, divinity within me and all around me. Can you confirm or can you give me some clarification? Um, Prayer. (laughs) And also oracle cards. I I have an oracle deck that I love. It's an oracle deck um, with flowers. And it makes me really happy. <laughs> and it helps me make sure that I'm hearing myself clearly. Because when I haven't slept, when things are going on in the house, when I'm under stress, sometimes it's not easy to hear myself. And this oracle deck makes sure that I'm clearly hearing and discerning myself. 
But again, like this is some one of those things where you need to find what works for you. Tarot doesn't do it for me. It just doesn't. It may do it for you. And that's cool. But I bees and trees and flowers, that's <laughs> that's the confirmation that that works best for me. Um and also as you continue to work with your intuition, as you continue to build and nourish this relationship with the divinity within you, understand that it may it may shift. As I continue to personally work through my own trauma, through my own blockages, my intuition gets funky. In some ways, it will become stronger. In other ways, things just get mad, muddled, and unclear. And, and I get surly because it's not working the way I want to. What I've learned to do when these things happen is play with, because it's a practice for me. You might be excellent at this, but for me, it's a practice. Learning to play with not knowing. Learning to play with and be okay with the fact that some things I'm just not going to know <laughs> when I want to know them. <laughs> or how I want to know them. So that's 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 one thing. And also understanding as I heal, I will be able to know things in greater richness and depth because healing allows me the perspective, the wisdom, the compassion to see things more fully and more completely. Because Working intuitively, working with the divine energies that reside in you requires a wider vision and a really compassionate heart. Because quite often, the wisdom that we have for ourselves pushes at the limitations that we give ourselves, the limitations that we give life, the limitations of who you think you are, what you think you can do, what actually is possible here and now. So it's important to have compassion for yourself and be open that sometimes things don't make sense, but the the details and the richness of whatever you're being given will filter through in time. And sometimes in time means as you heal, as you evolve, as you grow. And in many ways, that's what we're here for. So it's it's okay, whatever it is. It's okay. Um, honestly, one of the things I've had to deal with lately is understanding that there are a lot of things I've always known that I've just always in my body, in my gut, in my heart, in my third eye, in my foot, I've always known but, or at least my body has always known, but my intuition, the divine within me gave me clues and put certain things around me to be like, hey, girl, hey, girl, hey. I'm like, no, I'm not listening to that. (laughs) And the reason I wouldn't allow myself to listen, the reason I wouldn't allow myself to consciously know and deal with was because I had trauma that was about like, you can't know this. You can't deal with this. You can't sit in the full knowledge and the full awareness of what's going on. Because if you did, you could not handle it. Which has been really kind of interesting to 
deal with as somebody who has a nice, healthy chunk of her identity based on I'm intuitive, I'm psychic and bees talk to me. And then just kind of sit in the truth of, oh my God, like I knew all this. I knew all this since I was 28. I am 44 and messing around. Praise Jesus. How the hell this happened? How the hell did I not know? I knew. Mm-hmm. So sometimes things are funny. Sometimes we hide our, intu- our intuition. We don't listen to it <laughs> because we are living out old patterns that, that says we cannot handle whatever it has to say. We can ha- not handle what information it has to give. And be patient and kind and compassionate with yourself, knowing that you will know what you need to know when, when it's time. And if you need to make actions and do things, uh, you'll be divinely guided and supported, which goes to the final thing that I would like to say around cultivating your intuition. Uh, the more that you listen to it, the more that you will hear it. And if you do need to act on something, even though it seems big, it seems crazy, make the commitment to yourself to act on it because the good Lord, the consequences and the repercussions of not acting on it. You don't want them. You don't want them. In this day and age, we got to really listen to our intuition. That's how we're going to make it through. And as we as mothers listen to our intuition, in many ways, guide the family, um, it'll support our kids in being rooted into their divinity, into their intuition, so that they can do whatever it is that they need to do. And to be completely honest, I have been working on leaning more into my intuition as a mom. Yes, leaning more into my intuition. Um, And it's been interesting. It's been interesting. I'm noticing I make decisions that are that are a lot smoother, meaning they, they create a sense of loving harmony in the household and they uh, they smooth rough, ruffled feathers. I also notice that I delay more. If I'm moving from an intuitive space, things move and evolve much slower rather than this feeling that I have to rush and do everything now. And being that there's a lot of earth energy in the house, moving slower is good. It's good for them. I'm, I'm a ball of fire, so <laughs> it's kind of hard for me to slow down. Don't really like it. But I do like the fact that everybody is at peace when I do it. So (laughs) I might have to learn this. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I also find that working with my intuition has been very helpful in working through trauma and also making sure the seeds of the trauma that I personally have is not sown into the children. And I find the more that I commit myself to working with intuition as a mother, the more that I'm supported in doing the things the divine within me would have me to do as just being in integrity with myself. It's been a very interesting journey. Very, very interesting journey. And it feels like that's all that I need to say on this one. Yeah. Don't forget... <laughs> if you have questions about spirituality and motherhood you'd like answered or just want to say hey 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 Jeanette, hey, 
You can catch me at Instagram on spirituality underscore motherhood underscore pod at my website on spirituality and motherhood podcast.com or on Twitter at jlancian 77 I'm usually on Twitter. I, I check my Instagram, but Lord, I'm on Twitter. I am on Twitter. And thank you so much for being here and for listening. There are interviews coming, but it is eclipse season, y'all. It is eclipse season. So I might just dip out for like a month and come back with an interview because I have some things in the works. But eclipse season is is doing what it's doing. <laughs> So I pray that this season is calm for you. It is good for you. It blesses you and that you, you know, gain a deeper connection to your intuition that allow the season to nourish you and to take care of you and look forward to connecting with you again soon. Stay blessed.